What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? We're 25. Homie, here we go. What is going on, everybody? Oh, my goodness, man. Oh, my goodness. So much going on. So much, so much, so much. You guys already know what we're going to be talking about today. Um, Kanye acted a damn fool. You know, listen, Joe Judge out of the head coach. Of the New York football giants. Oh my god, y'all, man. Um I, I, there's so much going on. I don't even I don't even know where to begin. You know, usually you know, it usually just shows organized chaos. You guys know how you know how I usually do. We get the news, uh, pop culture sports. So listen, we'll, we'll just get right uh, into it. I did want to talk about the Jordan for the main man JT, my brother from a different mother. I know that's old school for your haters, but I don't give a damn. But anyway. The Jordan Force came out yesterday. You know, he and I both talked about it. I was like, yo, you, you copied them for us. I was like, eh, you know, you know, I was sort of hyping them up. I like them a lot. Everybody knows Force are my favorite. Um, I decided not to get them. I know. I wish I had sound effects. I'm like, oh, you know. I mean, they were <coughs> hot shoes, but um, I, I was they sold out, obviously. Um but I don't think it was that hot. Like, I needed to get them. You know what shoes I'm really liking a lot? The LeBron 19s. I'm really liking those, man. We got, yo, check out the LeBron 19s. Uh, let me know what y'all think. Um, but he's got some, like, crazy colorways with that shoe. Uh, the LeBron 9s coming out on the 20th. Um, and also, and then um, he's got another colorway of the 19s. Um, on the 26th, he's got like an all black pair. Yo, when those, I might cop those. I think I, I think I'm gonna get some haters with those. I think Nike because I was <clears throat> I wasn't the biggest fan of the 18s. I thought the bar was set too high with the 17s. Everybody, I got like and everybody knows me. I got like pretty much every LeBron 17. You know the ones that I don't, I don't got the purple or the Mr. Swack Hammer. And it was like one or two colorways I didn't like that much. And um, and I don't think he did a he didn't do a what the. Usually, you know, he doesn't matter. Oh, he, I'm sorry. He did do a what the. I just, I, no, he's just so, I got all, so many sneakers, yo. <laughs> so I didn't get the what the. He got like a red and black uh, colorway. And obviously, you know, the purple. That was only for like the video game. And the Mr. Swack Hammers. I, I should have bought the Mr. Swack Hammers instead of the Monstars, man. I, sh I made a huge mistake. I should have bought the Swack Hammers when I had the chance, yo. Because I was like, oh, well, I'll be able to get the Swack Hammers later. Nah. Nah, I should have bought those when I had the chance. But it's all right. Maybe one day. You know, maybe one day I'll, I'll get them. But it's like $500 to get those. But I don't know. Maybe one day. I know y'all be mad if I'm just going to in sneakers, even though no, I've done that before. But anyway. um, Yeah, but the, I like the LeBron 19s. But, you know, the other Jordan 4 colorway, the reflection ones, I'm definitely going to get those. Like, if I can get them, uh, they're probably going to, you know, hopefully uh, they're not sold out within a minute. You know, and uh, I definitely want to cop. Uh, definitely want to get those uh, sneakers. Um, but listen, we got to talk about Kanye for a quick second. Yo, you he listen. All right, so some of y'all know this. So he took Julia Fox out on a date. So if you don't know who Julia Fox is, um, if you, if you listen to me on your phone, like you know, listen, y'all, Google Julia Fox. She was an uncut gem. She was that bad white girl. Uh, uh, and uh, uncut gems. That's Julia Fox. Um, but um. So I guess he took her on a date, like and he like had a hotel full of clothes for her, some BS like that. You know, they're acting all lovey dovey and this and that. This dude right here, right? He's like, he did like some song, and he's like dissing Pete Davidson. 
apparently there's like a story where uh, security wouldn't let Kanye in the house because Pete Davidson was over. I thought Pete and, and uh, Kim Kardashian was over already. I guess they're still a thing. And they're like, listen, Kanye, if you if you going on dates with other women, that's perfectly fine. Right? We, no one's mad at you, player, especially me of all people. We already know. I'm saying this though, player. Why? Why are you doing? Why are you hating on Pete Davidson? Kim moved on, right? And you, you moved on. Apparently, now, if you haven't moved on, you know. Listen, if you're just trying to smash, you're just trying to smash. All right. Listen, I, you know, I'm not a big proponent of him posting pictures on social media with him and this. If a paparazzi catch you, that's one thing. We got your entourage taking pictures of you, and y'all post and you're posting stuff on Twitter. Right, and then you trying to diss Pete Davidson. Like, I'm really, I'm not the biggest Pete Davidson fan. I don't even find the brother funny at all. Um, but at, at the same time, though, I just don't get the motivation of dissing um, Pete Davidson. And you're going out on dates with you know with the Julia Fox and you know and other models and whatnot. I I don't, I don't get the motivation, yo. Um, you know. I mean, I don't know the whole story, but the, you know, you know, the, you know, the security wanted to let him in the house. All right, I, I maybe that might have made him upset, but still, man, like it's just it's childish to make fun of Pete Davidson. Kids moved on, you've moved on, or pu- publicly you've moved on, right? That's my issue. If you act like in public you moved on, and then you dissing Pete Davidson, it's uncalled for, it's unwarranted. It's childish. I just think it's galactically stupid, in my personal opinion. All right. Um, you know, you, you let me know what y'all think about that. But, yo, we got to talk about the New York football giants. Yo, they've literally, what is up with, like, almost New York sports teams? It seems like, like the Yankees are, like, the only non-clown organization in New York. If you think about every other squad, I mean, I think the Knicks are... Almost getting out of clown status. I think they're slowly getting out of clown status. Um, you know, as long as Jim's, you know, all, you know, all my friends like, as long as you know James Dolan is there, they're still going to be sort of clown status. But I think the Yankees are like the only team in New York who's not considered um, a clown organization. Yo, Mar- listen. First of all, what was up with you with Dave Gettleman? You you forced him to retire, and then two days later, you fired Joe Judge after last week. Last week. Last week. You gave your public support for Joe Judge. Last week. Right? And then you and then Dave Gettleman retired? What the listen, what, what did you guys what did you do to Dave Gettleman? You gave him an ultimatum? Um we're listen, we don't want to fire uh you but um um but this is what we'll do just say you retired and um and then we'll just take it from there like i mean i i don't get it right and who's who's run, who's running the show listen steven mayor if you're running the show no you should just probably say you're running the show because everybody's confused on what the hell's going on with the with the new york giants i'm confused your, your fans are confused um about what's going on um as executives listen I'm listen. Obviously, I'm a Washington football team fan, but listen, I, I, I like I said, I, it's 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 frustrating because this supposed to, you know this franchise is supposed to be one of the most storied franchise, you know it is a storied franchise, 
And then like the mayors are acting like they don't know what they're doing, which is shocking. You know, um, one of the owners, oldest owner, uh, you know, the family, the mayor family in sports, and they're acting like they don't know what they're doing. Um, you know, which is extremely shocking, uh, to me. Um, right. So I just wonder if they gave Gettleman to tell Gettleman to fire Joe Judge to keep his job and he didn't want to fire Joe Judge. Like there's so many things like, you know, that you can come up with, but no one's speaking up publicly about what happened. Why the flip on Joe Judge when you guys were so high on him, you know, apparently he gave a badass interview. His first press conference, I do admit it was amazing. But at the end of the day, he was the wide receiver head coach. Not a not an offensive coordinator, not even a quarterback's coach. He was the wide receiver coach. The wide receiver coach. Right? You remember the, the wide receiver coach that was a part of the sap not uh, the sabotage. I mean, that really wasn't his fault, but he didn't do a good job coaching him up in New England. Tom Brady left town. <laughs> and went to Tampa Bay under Joe Judge's watch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You didn't hire, you didn't go after Josh McDaniels, which probably would have made sense. No, you hired Joe Judge, who was a wide receiver coach. Now, listen, even, like I said, gave a great interview. That's great. But listen, I, I, you know, I'm not Stephen Romero. I will say this, though. They, the first person they should call for the job the first person should be Bill Polian. That should be the first person. Every man's got a price. Okay. Remember John Gruden? I'll never be a head coach in the NFL again. Ten year, hundred million dollars changed his mind real quick. So I would call Bill Polian if um I was the New York football giants. And then after I called Bill po Bill Polian, next person I will I would call uh, well, uh, definitely would be would be Bill Cowher. I mean that. I mean that's just the obvious uh, choice to call is uh Bill as a uh, Bill Cowher. Um, you know, I know he's you know he's got that nice cushy job with the uh, CBS. Uh, but listen, that's that's the guy I would call. And if he, he you know and he ask him what his price is because he's got a price because everybody has a price. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And you know. I know if Bill Cower doesn't want the job, I I uh I get it. Um you you gotta call up Tony Dungy. I mean, I think I think he definitely would take the job. Um, you know, I think he would love to I, I, I can't see him passing up being a head coach. Because uh, remember he retired when he was fifty. He was really young when he retired from coaching. And everybody says that was Tony Dungy's team. John Grudem just took him over the edge. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Tony Dungy retired really young. You know, you know, he pretty much got a Super Bowl ring and bounced. Um, and then, listen, if Tony Dungy doesn't want the job, you guys know who they really should hire. You got to hire Jim Caldwell. I mean, all that brother, all that brother does is just coach Super Bowl winners <laughs> you know so everywhere you know you give Jim Caldwell a legit chance like a legit legit chance you know and not do the token uh you know black football hire thing or just or do a token interview give can we give Jim Caldwell uh a real chance that'll be great 
winning it. Um, you know, uh, you know, Caldwell can actually, you know, teach, uh, you know, Daniel Jones. And if Daniel, Daniel Jones isn't the right guy under Jim Caldwell, then no one's the right guy, uh, um, you know, for uh, Daniel Jones. Um, you know, th- that's where I think they should go. Um, Lewis Riddick, obviously, um, you know, as an executive, you know, he's he's always great to watch. But a Bill Polian, I know Bill Polian, he's, I don't know how old, he's got to be really old by now. Um, you know, he might not want the headache of being an executive. Um, but, I mean, he knows, you know, he's, you know, he's forgotten more football than you know, a lot of people know. Um, but Lewis Riddick, I think he would love to be, I mean, he's been a part, he knows the NFC East, Lewis Riddick, you know, he's, you know, he's been the pro player, uh, personnel and director for the, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington football team. Um, so, you know, so he knows what he, uh, what he's doing. Um, you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but listen, <laughs> if the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl, Bills are my Super Bowl pick. We'll talk about the Bills in a second after last night's game. But if, listen, if, if the Bills, I'm sorry, if the Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl and Eric uh, Bieniemy, you know, doesn't get a call from the New York Giants, you know, because they have to remember, because now the new, you know, obviously, you know, they, you know, um, you know, the Rooney rule, right? They have to interview at least one minority candidate. And they have to interview a minority candidate for executive positions as well, you know. But I mean, I th- I think you have to think Eric Bieniemy, you know, because like I said, the other people are reaches. Um, but Eric Bieniemy is going to be a hot. I think he's going to be a hot hire, um, especially if uh, Kansas City Chiefs uh, uh, go to the Super Bowl. Um, I-, I think that would be uh, a great pickup. Um, for the Giants, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, but that, I mean, that, hey, listen, I know I shouldn't be talking about, you know, theoretically, uh, the enemy, um, <laughs> uh, like that, but it's, it's just so, it's just so sad what's happened with the Giants, you know? Um, Byron Leftwich, that won't be, you know, I know you're going to say, <clears throat> you know, it's because of, uh, Tom Brady. Listen, you know, Byron reference is, you know, uh, isn't a scrub, you know, um, former quarterback in this league. Um, I think he would do really well. Listen, you can say you want about Jameis Winston when he threw, you know, he had 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions, 30, everybody made fun of him. Yo, Jameis wasn't over 5,000, uh, uh, passing yards that season too, you know? So, and, and that was under Byron Leftwich's watch. So let's not, you know, so don't just think, oh, we've got Tom Brady you know, and that's why Byron Leftwich's name is out there. No, no, Byron Leftwich, you know, been doing the damn thing as an offensive coordinator. You know, you can, you know, and I don't want to hear, oh, he's got so many weapons, and that's why. Well, listen, he's not a part of the draft process. That's you know, that's that's the management. That's not his fault. You know, what I'm saying, but someone still got to coach him up. And Byron Leftwich has done a damn good job. So you know, so I know a lot of people are going to be saying all that mess. Well, yeah, we can we can pump the brakes. Uh, on that as well. All right. But like I said, we're going to talk about the Bills. Yo, how awesome was that game last night? Yo, yo, listen. Tell my main man Tate last night about the game. Yo, j- listen, man. Josh Allen, he loves them bright lights. You put the bright light. That's why I said Bills in the Super Bowl. And I've been saying that. Um, that, that was a great performance from uh, Josh Allen last night. Um, you're going to hear here first. 
Remember, we have one extra team in the playoffs. Kansas City Chiefs used to have a bye week. They don't got a bye week. They got to play. Listen, I think, yo, don't be shocked that Pittsburgh got something for them. Don't be shocked. Listen, you got two Super Bowl winning head coaches going against each other. Uh, listen, I, I, that's, you know, a lot. Some people think it's going to be a blowout. The uh, the Steelers, you know, some people think, you know, Steelers backdoor it in uh, the playoffs because of the charge. So because of the Chargers and the Raiders uh, just took a knee the whole time, uh, <laughs> you know, um, they they wouldn't be in the playoffs. Listen, the, listen, the, I'm looking at the, the line right now on this game is minus 850 for the Chiefs plus 575. So that's um, that's the biggest odds this weekend. So nobody's liking the Steelers chances tonight. I'm going to tell you what, you know. Well, listen, if Patrick Mahomes loses today, this is going to be a big hit on his legacy. We're going to have to start to reevaluate how special this brother is. Everybody talked about we're going to have to reevaluate that um, if he if he loses to Pittsburgh tonight with old dirty man Ben Roethlisberger. So I'm excited for tonight. Um tonight's football game so um like i said i still got the bills going to the super bowl nfc i haven't i i, I don't know man i can't really pick because i could you know uh i noticed i know it's a cop out everybody knows i'm a big aaron Rodgers fan obviously love me some tom brady as well um but aaron Rodgers, my favorite quarterback in the league you know i mean i should say the packers they got you know everybody's you know they're slowly getting back from so many injuries though you know, Tampa Bay has got injuries with the wide you know, with the wide receivers. No more Antonio Brown either. So it's a toss up. You know, Dark Horse. Yeah, I'm saying of San Francisco 49ers. You know, they seem to be peaking at the right time. Um, so don't. I mean, that's, you know, they're the most dangerous team in the playoffs. You know, and the Cowboys get the bad luck of the draw. In my personal opinion, you know that that loss against Arizona really hurt the Cowboys. That was a game they should have won at home. Um, but um, but yeah, like I said that that really hurt them uh, losing to the Cardinals. You know, um, like I said, they got the bad luck of the draw. I wasn't gonna talk about this, but I did want to talk about this quick. You know, because I've been talking about other people this week. Yo, Brian Flores got the screw job. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I mean, if you think about stuff, I know you guys. You know, like I'm not trying to make anybody upset. Listen, yo, when you listen, <laughs> think about this though, right? The Miami Dolphins won eight out of the last nine games, right? And you fire that man? Does that make any sense? When when they were zero seven, you probably or when they lost the first seven games, you probably should have fired them then, right? That that would have made sense, right? It's not working, you know. You're zero seven, right? Yeah, now because you know what happens because like now because like. All these reports coming out, oh, he lost the locker room, but they were on this winning streak, blah, 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 this and that. Whoa, whoa. so now the reports come out he lost the locker room after he won eight out of nine games for y'all? He lost the locker room. Really? You know, it's like, you know, or is this an indictment because y'all didn't get Justin Herbert and y'all got Tua? Right? Like, the general manager makes that decision. You know what I'm saying? That's not on Brian Flores. You know, and it's just, you know, the margin of error 
is the like for um the black football head coach like like I when when Cincinnati Bengals were in you know when they didn't meet the Ocarina State they kept Marvin Lewis forever um you, you know what I'm saying but you think about the Lions right and their head coach Dan Campbell what do they go like three and thirteen and one or whether they tied one game or some BS like that there's no talk about getting rid of him Brian Flores won eight out of eleven games eh. You know, remember what happened with Arizona? Steve Wilkes got fired after one year from a defensive coordinator uh, 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 for the Carolina Panthers. He got fired after one year. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just sad that, like, the margin of, like, there is, like, you know, all, and see so what happened with, uh, with uh, David Culley, uh with the, uh, um, with, uh, with the Texans. Well, listen, we, listen, we, we, we all know, listen. He, he was a token. He didn't, listen, nobody wanted to, they didn't want to give him that job in the first place. They did that to try to appeal uh, to Sean Watson. Uh, but at the, at the same time, though, right, it was like, I'm pretty sure Sean Watson would have wanted Eric Bieniemy. You know what I'm saying? Like, so with a Super Bowl ring coaching him up, I mean, I, I said, well, Bill Burr, obviously, but, you know, somebody like that, you know, an offensive coordinator with clout, you know, you know, a Jim Caldwell wouldn't have been a bad idea. Byron Leftwich, fresh off of a Super Bowl victory, that wouldn't have been a bad idea if you really wanted to uh, hire a brother. You know what I'm saying? Shoot. Talk to Ozzie Newsome. Try to lure him out of retirement with uh, with the Baltimore Ravens. Hire him as an, as an executive. He got mad when you hired Nick uh, Casio. And he, like I said, he spent a million dollars on his own research team, of his own money, on his own research team. Give you a list of names. You didn't hire any of them. Oh, we're going to hire this David Culley guy. He's been an assistant coach and, you know, and this and that. And he was like the oldest coach, first time head coach ever. No real track track record, you know. You know, it was like, oh, we're just going to fill the void and, you know, you know, keep our quarterback quiet. We hired a black guy, you know. Like, nah, man, like, total, totally not cool. Um, like I said, the margin of error for a black quarterback. That's why I, I, I told my son this, you know, the other day. And y'all going to think it's messed up, but it's true. I said, Landon, you can accomplish anything, but you can't be anything. There's a difference. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, like I said, you know, you know, you know, like I said, Barack Obama for you know first black you know president, right? You were born with a black president. You know what I'm saying? Remember, there's only been one black president. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, it's only been, you know we only have one female vice president. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, like, like I said, you can accomplish anything, but you can't be anything. So I told him, you have to outwork everybody. You got to hit them with the stats. You know, it almost sounds like the motivation, but we're going to do another motivation. Wait, <laughs> this, this is the motivation. Um, you know, I got motivation. I got the motivation for you later. You know what I'm saying? And it, like I said, the margin of error for a black quarterback, I mean, uh, a black head coach is just so razor thin. And if you think about it, it's like, damn, yo, like, give us at least a chance. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gave, you know, especially the Lions, they gave Matt Patricia just a long time to try to figure it out, but you didn't give Jim Caldwell a longer time, and you sabotage that brother. I know Calvin Johnson retiring, 
that was a damper on the whole operation. But you didn't want to resign Nagama Sue. You, you know what I'm saying? You didn't want to resign Nick, resign Nick Fairley. You didn't want to resign anybody. You let all those brothers walk uh, via free agency. What the hell do you think was supposed to happen? You didn't stockpile and you know get any talent to surround uh, Jim Caldwell with. He only had the talent for like one or two years. Then you don't resign anybody. Then everybody, or you know, either you don't resign anybody, or like I said, Calvin Johnson retires. What do you want that brother to do? It's like you sabotaged that brother, so he couldn't be successful. You, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. You know, you know. Now we only have one black head coach in the league, Mike, uh, which is Mike Tomlin, the, the great Mike Tomlin. Um, you know, the job he did coaching this year. I'm talking about coach of the year. Um, I mean, Tomlin did a great job. Uh, this year, I think he's definitely going to be a candidate uh, for Coach of the Year. I think it's going to go to Mike Vrabel, though. I mean, Vrabel, what he did with the with the Titans. I mean, I think he's got to be the I think he's got to be the uh, Coach of the Year. Uh, but uh, we're going to stay with sports. You know, I'm going to get off my soapbox. I think it's a whole podcast soapbox. I don't know. What's <laughs> up to you guys? Just, you tell me that. Um, now, for those thinking, oh, Rock Twenty Five is probably going to slurp up the Knicks. Not slurping up the Knicks. There's nothing to slurp up. I I, I don't care. I, I, love, I like the Cam Reddish. I was telling some people earlier this year, yo, Zion is coming. Zion Williamson is eating his way to New York. This is a setup. This whole thing is a setup. Zion Williamson is so smart. Injured, whatever. This is perfect for him. Coming to contract year, right? Listen, he's got to remember, you, when, in the first four years, you, you're a restricted free agent. Usually it gives the team a chance to resign you. And then you got the super max deal, blah, 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 all, all that fun stuff. Listen, he's not going back to New Orleans. He's not. Now, I know you're thinking, how is he and Julius Randle going to figure it out? The Knicks have paid Julius Randle, what, the, uh, four years, $107 million. I don't blame Julius. He could have signed for 218 he balled. He's balling this year. Everybody hating on Julius Randle. He's, I know, last year he averaged 24 points a game, 10.2 rebounds. He's averaging 19.1 uh, points a game. Not like he's a scrub this year. And he's still averaging 10.2 rebounds. Assists are a little bit down. This team had trouble scoring in the first place. You know, they were the lowest scoring team in the league last year, and they were the best defensive team last year. <laughs> They had trouble scoring. That's a Tom Thibodeau squad. They don't score well, Tom Thibodeau teams. Not a secret. Okay? You know, watch some basketball. Yeah, but, you know, like I said, Julius Randle's doing a good job this year. Balled last night, 24-25 points uh, against the Hawks. You know, er, you know, R.J. Barrett. You know, I'm not R.J. Barrett. (laughs) R.J. Barrett seems to be uh, picking up the pace uh, to what the Knicks thought they were going to get. Which a lot of people have said, you know, going into that draft, R.J. Barrett could be the best prospect um, coming into that draft. I know you're saying, you know, John, everybody's talking about John Morant right now. I know John Morant's born. I'm saying that's what the analyst said during the draft. R.J. Barrett had a higher ceiling. And the Knicks might have not, you know, might have caught a break by not drafting Zion Williamson, because people said about Zion and his weight, people were worried. But listen, Zion going to come and shit. He, he's pulling a shack right now. He's going he's gonna to go to New York. He's going to get on some uh, crazy, you know, New York City supermodel diet. He's going he's, he's gonna to be like 265. He's going to look like a mini LeBron James shredded, right? Because it's, it's saying he's hovering around like over 300 pounds or some BS right now. Look, he's going to come to New York shredded, ready to rock, ready to hurt people. You know what I'm saying? And they, like I said, it's coming. He, he's coming. 
I'm telling you. He's playing us. Now he's playing everybody for a fool. I'm loving it. Zion, keep on doing what you're doing. Now I know you're saying, what I'm gonna next gonna do about um, the uh, the contract with Rand, with uh, Randall? Listen, there's a sucker born every minute. So, listen, someone's gonna be like, I think I think Julius Randall is the missing piece, right? Because they have like at least uh, this is year three, so um, he's in year one of that deal. So listen. If they do trade Julius Randle, another team is only going to have two more years left of that deal, you know. And it could package something for Fournier. Listen, they, they, listen. They, I'm not saying they got a lot of options. That gave you know Evan Fournier 78 million dollars. I still don't know why to this day he has, he's not worth that. In my personal opinion, I don't want to say how much a man is worth, but for what a 78 million dollars is supposed to be. I don't think he's providing that um, right now. Um, I, you know, I, I think fans expected, you know, well, the Knicks fans expected a little bit more. You know, when you have the money, you got to spend it. That's what the NBA wants you to do. They don't want you to hoard the money. You know, and um, and that's a part of the problem. Um, so they had to spend it. You know, um, looking up right now, is it thirteen point seven points a game? Okay. But 2.9 rebounds, you know, 1.8 assists, you know, at least get the assist up. The 2.9 rebounds, it's not even a rebound a quarter. You can't get a rebound a quarter. You can't average at least four or five rebounds a game. You know, that's my issue, you know, with, uh, you know, that's my issues with him. You know, it's just for 78 million, you know, at least three assists, four or five assists. You know, a game. I don't. I don't know. That I mean, that's my issue uh, with him. But listen, like I said, not slurping the Knicks just because they went on a three-game winning streak. And I just want to let all you guys know that you probably thought I was going to talk about Knicks are back. They're still the tenth seed. We're not doing it. I told you. Char- oh, listen, Charlotte surprising. Michael Jordan doing something in in, in uh, Charlotte. He doing something down there. Pay attention. Um. Um. Listen, I you know the Wizards. I you know it's funny they got rid of Westbrook and now <coughs> it's a crazy situation. Get rid of Westbrook, you know, and and all of a sudden seem to be winning. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Um, I thought they were going to be worse this year because they got rid of um uh Westbrook, but obviously way wrong on that. Listen, I still think. Listen, Charles got twenty three wins. They play on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. They're separated by one game, all these games. I just don't think the Knicks have enough talent to be the seventh seed. You know, um, actually, you know, I thought Atlanta was going to be better. I said the Knicks are going to be the seventh seed all year. Um, Cleveland looks like they finally got it together, you know. Um, I still think the Knicks can be the seventh seed. They could possibly be the sixth seed. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, listen. Not slipping up the Knicks, like I said, guys. So, I know you probably, probably thought I was going to be like, Knicks are back. No, no. Let's pump the brakes on that. <sighs> we got to talk about this movie. I am so excited to talk about this movie. 355. They tried to hype this up with the previews. Ooh, you don't see no movie. Listen, since this movies came out, you don't see a damn thing about this movie. Listen, Hollywood. 
Hollywood don't know why things are successful sometimes. They think, oh, we're just going to do a whole bunch of things and it's going to be successful. But listen, we're going to put um, Jessica Chastain in a movie, uh, The Whipto Nongo, um, some Chinese girl you never heard of or whatever the hell she was, she was and we're going to get some um, old possible type MILF and we're going to put them in a movie. Uh, they're going to do some like female espionage shit, girl power, and yeah. And it's going to be successful. Listen, Hollywood, that was a recipe for disaster. Listen, Charlie Angel didn't work. Listen, Tim Stewart ain't hot. Right? Dudes don't, listen, like, I'm, t I'm talking about like the average dude. Like, you know, the, you know what I'm saying? I'm not like the average dude, like the Rock 25s and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like the average dude, you, you know, we ain't got, you know, you know, Kirsten Stewart as a screensaver on our phones. You know what I'm saying? We don't. We don't. You know what I'm saying? Um, Jessica Chastain, right? You know, no one's got Jessica Chastain. You know, you know, on, you know, as a screensaver. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't hear anybody talk about that girly girl. You know, being a baddie. You know what I'm saying? I, I've never heard anybody talk about Jessica Chastain uh, like that. You know what I'm saying? She's a pretty lady, um, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I'm, look, yeah, I'm looking at the uh, her Instagram right now. Yeah, she ain't got no damn thirst trap pics on there. Like, yeah, she got, like, no pics, yo. No great pics on there. And I'm like, oh, damn, yo, I would smash the hell out of Jessica Chastain. She only, what, she got, what, 4.1 million followers on Instagram? Come on, yo. And I'm not even gonna look up the other girly girls because it doesn't even matter who the other girls are. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, what did you expect? The movie made four million dollars open a weekend. Four million dollars open a weekend. You guys know how bad that is. I'm gonna show you how bad that is. Spider-Man: No Way Home, which has been out for four weeks, it's already been out a month. Made $32 million. It's been out for four weeks. And it's and it made $32 million last month. Sing 2, which has been out for three weeks, made $11 million. 355 made $4 million in an opening weekend, right? Nobody wanted to see this movie. Nobody. They're not going to make a 355-2 or part 2 or whatever they, they would call it. It was a dumb idea in the first place. You know, it was like you're trying to trick people. Oh, and I remember I called like the West Side Story. The worst thing about the West Side Story. Oh, Steven Spielberg, this is great. Blah, blah, blah. Listen, the worst thing about the West Side Story was in the Heights. Right? Nobody saw in the Heights. Yeah, let's do the West Side Story. It's going to be the new thing now in Hollywood. Doing Broadway musicals. Oh, Steven Spielberg. It's not Lynn uh, Miranda Manuel. This is Steven Spielberg. Nobody wants to see that type of movie. We don't. A whole bunch of... Listen, if we, if we didn't want to see young hot girls in Charlie's Angels, we're not going to see a bunch of old bitches for the 355. Especially, like I said, Jessica got 4.1 million... Instagram followers. Nobody wants 
You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to see that movie. You know, listen, you should have, listen, you just got, should have gotten, if you really, you shouldn't have made this movie at all. Because nobody wants to see these movies. You know, the reason why, you know, the reason why Charlie's Angels work, you had baddies, yo. And you had star power, you had Drew Barrymore. Right? Like, you knew what the movie was. It was comedy, you know, it's going to be some comedy, blah, blah, blah. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Cameron Diaz, who is hot. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know. Lupita, like, you know, what she got? Nine million Instagram followers. But she ain't got no damn thirst trap pictures on her thing either. She's got one, like, workout video. She's, like, being funny, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying you need to have 100 million followers for a movie to be successful. I'm not saying that um, at all. But I'm just saying, yo, like, if you're going to have, you know, baddies, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. Like, it was just obvious that movie wasn't gonna work. I'm glad, you know, and I'm like almost glad it didn't work because if it worked, it would have been like an anomaly. They wouldn't see the whole bunch of yeah, we're gonna get a whole bunch of milfs, you know, a pop, or maybe milfs. You know what I'm saying? And we're having them doing like super spy stuff. You, you know what I'm saying? I hope Hollywood, you know, st- you know, I hope this is the end of Hollywood being woke. Um, I hope this is the, I hope this is the nail to the coffin. Like we need to stop this. So let's see what's working. I was way wrong on the matrix. I said 30 to 50 million. I really had, I really thought people were going to kind of see that movie, even though it was an HBO max because it was the matrix. It made 10 million. They're not, they're not going to do a follow-up to that movie. Like I said, they're not going to do what I said. Because you can't make beloved characters. You know you hate the beloved characters. You know. Um, it didn't work well for Karate Kid 3. When they tried to do that with uh, Ralph Macchio's character. When he joined Cobra Kai. Uh, you know. So. I don't see it working. Um, you know. But like I said. Go woke. Go broke. It's still the thing. Um, like I said. Hollywood. I hope this is a lesson. People will see movies if you do the damn thing. Got to do the damn thing. But if you don't do the damn thing, no one's going to watch it. Speaking of doing the damn thing, motivation. Doing the right thing. You know, and it's like I said before. I always say this to my son, Landon. I was like, if you do the right thing, you may not get rewarded. You do the wrong thing, you'll never get rewarded. You know, and, you know, a lot of people, you know, so upset. And then we got the mask mandate extended through February. Um, you know, Hocho says she doesn't have enough data. Listen, the da- we got know the data. Kids are going up. We know the data. I got to do an argument with somebody uh, uh, yesterday. Because uh, Young Ripper said, oh, you know, the, the listen, the CDC, have they come up with condescending things? Have they been switching it up every day? Five days, ten days, no days, asymptomatic, wear your mask, asymptomatic, whatever. They've been coming up with 8,000 different things. Got it. K95 mask. Oh, maybe it will it, it will work. Oh, now it won't work. Listen, I got it. Right? They're coming out with confusing information. But I got it. Cloth mask, no mask, fine. If you just not cloth mask, fine. Wear a cloth mask. Cool. Whatever. Wear a cloth mask. Get the K95. Get something with our, our, you know, surgical medical mask. Let's get that mask, yo. Six feet distance. You know, whatever. That's what we that's what we gotta do. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? So things should get vaccinated. You know, now you got to get the booster, you know, you know, people are upset with the, oh, you know, now it's like, 
if you, if after the six months now the boosters now the vaccines not effective blah 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 this and that listen we don't know because people didn't get vaccinated we don't know you know what I'm saying we know we don't have outbreaks of certain diseases in schools because you need to have certain vaccines to go to school right you need to have you know vaccines now to go certain vaccines to go to college when you're in the military you have to have a whole bunch of vaccines and shots if you're going to be in the military you know, <laughs> you know what i'm saying reason why is so we don't have these infectious diseases going around right and now we you know we have different variants because people don't get vaccinated fine if you don't want to get vaccinated fine right but then you use it as an excuse not to wear your mask in areas where it is asked to see your vaccination card. So you weren't wearing a mask, like I said before. I'm going to say it again. And you didn't want to get vaccinated. And now you're upset we got to wear masks. Well, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it, it's not just about doing the right thing. It's not just about the coronavirus. It's about everything. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's about eating healthy. You know, as healthy as you can. So getting that exercise in, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's about, you know, you know, me, you know, mental, you know, I hate, you know, you guys know me and mental health. 90% of people say they have mental health issues is bullshit. It is absolute bullshit. It is mental weakness that they have to overcome. Some people got absolute problems. So I think Kanye West got problems. I think Kanye West got some problems. He's got mental health. It's obvious what kind of, you like I said, you know, like I said, you know who got the mental health issues. You know, no, no. That, that's something wrong with that brother. Like, you know, <laughs> something wrong with that sister right there. She, she got issues. She got problems. You know. But, like I said, 90% of it, I mean, it's BS. But, I will say this though. Like I said, guys, we got to do better for ourselves. Right, we gotta get ourselves right first. We got to. We can't help out anybody else if you ain't right. So that's what I'm saying. I'm encouraging everybody. You know, I say through great everything. I'm gonna say it again because guys, yo, these damn haters out here, they're trying to mess us up. They're trying to mess us up, and you know, and we can't fall. We can't do the victim blaming. Oh, this person said that, and now it's affecting me. Uh, but yo, f them, yo, forget them. Y'all know what to do. Y'all go out there and damn do it. This is Rock 25. Show the craziness. And remember, be great at everything.